Hey you guys, it's your boy Eli here, and I'm happy to announce that we will be part of Comic Palooza's podcast partnership program. And we will be there live in front of all of you guys, everyone who's be attending Comic Palooza on May 26th and 28th. We will be doing a uh, live podcast episode in front of everyone and hope to see you all there. Uh, we will be doing some cool stuff there, and I hope to see you guys there. Hopefully a meet up with those. Anyways, guys, hope to see you guys there. Anyways, peace. And welcome back to the episode of Consider Me, Boy Eli. Me, Joe. And we're here to talk about some more gaming news. Um, I mean, no, no, don't do it often, but when, whenever something catches our eye, uh, especially around the week, we do tend to talk about it. So recently, uh, but I think Joe, you can probably explain it more than I could. There's been more development on the uh, Xbox Activision UK situation. Kind of rhyming there for a second. <laughs> um, but yeah, so apparently, the now the question is cloud gaming. Yeah, so uh, in case uh, uh, you're unaware, Microsoft uh, bought Activision Blizzard about... Let's say about last year. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember specifically it's when. Been, it's been a long minute. Yeah, but basically last year, and obviously when it comes to big corporations like that merging, there's a lot of legal stuff going on. Especially a lot with, of legal stuff. Yeah, especially with uh, you know, uh, U.S. law coming into play, being like, hey, listen, we got to make sure this isn't a monopoly because monopolies are illegal, and we have to break it down. You know, that sort of antitrust sort of thing. And uh, that happens also across uh, other uh, countries as well. Because they, too, have these sort of, like, hey, we can't have you uh, being a monopoly in our uh, in our region or our country. So, mm -hmm. you know, the U.K. is also uh, doing that as well. Um, and for a while, it was seeming like the big question mark, like the big sort of road bump was, hey, Microsoft... You're acquiring Activision Blizzard. They own Call of Duty, you know, and Sony was uh, bringing up the rightful, you know, like the reasonable argument, like, hey, th they might make uh, Call of Duty exclusive to their platform, and that's, you know, that's bad. That's wrong. And, you know, Microsoft was, uh, you know, showing, like, hey, listen, no, we can, no, we'll never do that. Heck, we're even doing, like, a 10-year deal with Nintendo to bring stuff like Call of Duty to, like, the Switch and all that other stuff. And you can join us too, Sony, if you just signed the contract. And Sony was like, no, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Uh, I want you to... <laughs> I don't want this deal to happen at all. So, you know, that was sort of seen as the big, like, um, crux. Like, the, the turning point. Like, will, yeah. will the U.S. law and various other laws around the world allow that to happen? You know? Mm -hmm. And it does... And so far... Uh, I don't know the name of the exact UK, uh, um, you know, a United Kingdom like government body that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. handling all this uh, corporate like merger stuff for them. Um, but apparently, you know, this UK regulator, uh, whose name I'm blanking out on, uh, has uh, rejected the merger on the grounds of the potential cloud implications. Microsoft Activision Blizzard uh, deal would do to cloud gaming. Mm -hmm. And so I guess another question is, for those of you that don't know, what exactly is cloud gaming? So cloud gaming is essentially the best way to describe it, and it's the way that a lot of people tend to describe it 
especially with like uh, Game Pass, is that think of it like Netflix, right? Where you can kind of stream whatever movie or show you want on any device. That's cloud gaming. Cloud gaming allows you to essentially play a game uh, of your choosing, and also it kind of depends on whether or not it's um, fashion to be played that way on any device. You can play it on your phone, you play it on your console, you can play it on your PC. Steam kind of does it right now with um, with its Steam Deck. You know, uh, you can play it on either your, your Steam account, whether it be on your personal computer, someone else's computer, or, you know, the Steam Deck, which is like their version of the Switch. And so that kind of like uh, brings up the question, you know, if, you know, Xbox has this big deal with Activision, how that would affect cloud gaming, right? And for most people are like, well, cloud gaming, that sounds like a really nice thing, but like another aspect of it is like, it would probably make some of the things obsolete in a way. And that's a question that a lot of people are going to have with it, with this cloud gaming. It's a question that was actually brought up within this conversation about the UK and the Xbox situation. Yeah, so first of all, first and foremost, uh, it's the UK's Competition and Markets Authority mm -hmm. that uh, that would I need to approve, you know, the Activision Blizzard deal mm -hmm. on their end. Um, but second of all, yeah, uh, cloud gaming is a very interesting subject. Um, I have not heard many people <clears throat> against it though. No, yeah, no. Th there's not a whole lot of people against cloud gaming. I feel, um, mm -hmm. like at least the idea, because it is kind of neat to. Um, cause like, it's like you said, uh, cloud gaming is basically you just streaming games to your preferred platform, whether it's, uh, your Xbox, your uh, PlayStation, uh, PC. I think the Switch has cloud gaming stuff as well for like mm -hmm. really big games that can't, can't fit on a Nintendo Switch cartridge. Yeah. You know? That's the sad part of it. Yeah. And, uh, obviously the big... <laughs> Uh, downside to cloud gaming that I'm pretty sure most people who are listening to this would very quickly realize is that unlike say streaming movies or music which don't doesn't take a whole lot of bandwidth mm -hmm. streaming a video game takes a whole ton of bandwidth because there's so many different things going on in the game it has to respond to your like inputs you know and send it to the computer that's hosting that game and then all this other stuff it's why uh sadly the google stadia which is like google's like entrance into console gaming by doing cloud gaming uh ultimately failed because well you know you need like all this like you need fast internet and you need consistent internet to uh be able to play these games at and a, a lot level. of people have fast internet but they don't have consistent one <laughs> Yeah, you can get fast internet. It's not that hard. Yeah, but also there's the other thing, the price. Yeah. Because in the U.S., you know, it's kind of pricey to get, like, that super high fast internet that you need to do uh, this sort of uh, cloud gaming stuff. It, so, for those of you that have been with us for long, you've probably heard of us talk about, like, especially with finding games rollback netcode. That's kind of, like, why we talk about, you know, this aspect of, like, bandwidth and internet stuff when it comes to gaming is because like to get the best experience that you kind of need a good internet and in the u.s a lot of people that we play with are living in farther out than we they should be in there in areas that like probably don't get the best internet yeah it's also the thing too like the distribution of internet 
in the U.S. is definitely not the best. Mm-hmm. Like, there yeah. are definitely parts of the, uh, the U.S. where they, they you can get fast internet, but, you know, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Again, like what I was talking about, like, with, like a, as a comparison with, like, when we were talking about rollback netcode and fighting games, uh, go to somewhere in Asia, in Japan specifically, you know, they don't really have to worry about, you know, rollback netcode because everyone has, it's really close by, the internet is fairly consistent, and it's done, you know, it's, they're not stretching themselves out like we are here in the U.S. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess it's just to build further onto that point. It's half the reason why a lot of those fighting games made in Japan that use delay-based netcode for so long because... I mean, there's like I feel like the second reason, and uh, and the the main probable reason is that it works here in Japan. So yeah, it's it costs too much money to like make it work in all other in other countries, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to get back to sort of the uh, cloud gaming aspect of it, <clears throat> yeah, like clearly, uh, you know, cloud gaming is kind of like I wouldn't say in its infancy. It's sort of like has it's in its growing pains because sadly while it is you know it's a cool idea like the market isn't really ready for it it's yeah it kind of reminds me of like vr to a certain extent yeah we're like yeah we have vr experiences now you know have the oculus and all that stuff that are kind of affordable and you can maybe like do some vr stuff with your phones and stuff mm-hmm. um but to like have that like true vr experience that people like to believe vr should be where it's you're like super immersed you know that's we haven't got there yet you just have a headset and you're just kind of like mm-hmm. well this is kind of neat you know it you know so it's kind of like that with cloud gaming which is why i think uh for most people who have been following the microsoft activision deal they did notice that like out of the two like the call of duty like exclusivity thing and cloud gaming were like the two big like things but more people focus on Call of Duty because, rightfully so, cloud gaming is sort of in a space where it's like, is it going to be a thing? Maybe, maybe not, but, like, does it, you know, who, who's to say at this point, considering the the landscape of how uh, internet is sort of, like, distributed and stuff. So, most people were just like, okay, so they're just going to focus on the Call of Duty thing. Microsoft will find a way to make sure, hey, no, we're not making exclusive, that stuff. But no, the uh, CMA, the UK's, uh, you know, regulator was like, no, um, we feel that if, you know, when, like, when cloud gaming does get big, Microsoft will be in a huge advantage because of this Activision Blizzard deal. Yeah, and so that's where the, the issue of the problem is with this situation is where do we go when it comes to cloud gaming, right? Because cloud gaming sounds like the thing that we should be, you know, asking for. But, like, how... What What is the right way to go about it and what's the wrong way, I guess I should be asking. I mean, it's, uh... I'm not sure if you could argue if it's the thing you... If it's something that everybody wants. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said earlier, you know, like, internet connections are always very... Spotty. Spotty. And for some people, you know, that's... Like, the idea of being, having to be always online, having to have an internet connection just to play a game, mm-hmm. is kind of... 
you know, not great considering the history of how games have been made, you know, consoles. You can just plug, you know, put a cartridge, plug it, you know, insert a disc and you can play a game straight up like in your console. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some people that I feel like, I mean, there's been arguments made that like if cloud gaming gets big enough, you would argue that you don't, you no longer need a console. You know, you would just subscribe to like a cloud gaming service to play your games. And yeah, for some people, that's a little, uh, a little scary, a little like, hey, no, wait, no, because obviously, um, if your internet goes down, well, you can't play jack shit. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of the nature of the beast in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like, um, you could argue like say Netflix, you can download movies or shows or whatever. Like I think a lot of the streaming services uh, allow you to download movies or shows to your phone or computer or whatever. Just that way, when the internet does go out, you can just watch it. But that's a little different when it comes to video games because the state of video gaming, like there have been so many games that have so much, you know, take so much space that if you were just having like a regular computer and you're just trying to play, say. GTA 6 on your cloud gaming thing, and you're like, oh, let me just download it in case uh, my internet goes out or whatever. That's a big game. That's probably going to be a big game, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of interesting, like, nuance to, like, cloud gaming that it's probably half of the reason why we haven't seen a mass adoption of it. Yeah. Unlike, say, you know, streaming of like music and TV and movies and stuff because again that stuff's a lot easier to sort of manage mm-hmm. and like have it be streamed and have it look at a consistent you know have a good quality stream coming out because again like streaming a movie uh takes up a lot less bandwidth than streaming a whole game you know mhm but yeah you know the the big argument that uh is being made is that hey you know, Xbox, you know, more specifically, Microsoft has the uh, xCloud stuff, which is, you know, you're streaming Xbox games to your phone or, you know, cloud gaming, stuff like that. And I think the Azure uh, servers, which are also like cloud gaming sort of servers that you mm-hmm. know, Microsoft uses, and they sort of see it as like, hey, you know, if this deal goes through, then Microsoft, when uh, cloud gaming gets big, will be in a huge advantage, you know? Yeah, it's... And there's where I kind of see why the problem is, uh, the you know, why the problem is such, is such a thing. Because Game Pass is kind of like the best version of what cloud gaming, I guess, is kind of wants to be. I mean... It's... it's You could... I mean, it's the right you, stepping stone. Let's go with that. Yeah, because you can't really stream a game through Game Pass, can you? Mm, no kind of i i because i know you can down like you can download games off of you through your game pass and play them on your console but they're still working on the on on the phone end of that because i've I've, I've had played you know some matches on ki through now granted this is just like not against anyone online because that is a lot of bandwidth for a game that for a game like that, but I, I'm able to play it on my phone, right, through Game Pass, and so it's not impossible, 
for for them to do it, but I think it's just like they haven't really like reached or we haven't even gotten to the point where that we would have that. I guess that was is what I'm trying to say. No, I I, I get that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, the thing is, is that I feel like Game Pass isn't billed as like this uh, like streaming service. No, no, no. Like, well, it's billed as like, hey, you can pay like however much money and you can download all these games and you know play them you know you don't have to like buy them buy them right yeah like it's a like it feels more like a rental service kind of thing right when yeah you think about it like you know hey listen if you buy you know you download a game you play it you like it you can buy it if you want mm -hmm. um if not you know you can just you know, uninstall all that stuff because uh, i know playstation does have like their psn now is uh i think their game streaming service yeah like straight up like cloud gaming kind of thing mm -hmm. and i heard you know like obviously like it needs like a specific amount of bandwidth or it won't let you do anything is from what i've heard is like hey listen hey you, if you want to stream this game you need like this much internet speed and you know like you know if you don't have it you know sucks to be you <laughs> sorry buddy but you know that's the whole thing with it like there are other services like that um that allow that stuff mm -hmm. uh but obviously microsoft would be i guess in the eyes of the uh, uk regulators it would be in a position that if the deal were to go through hey you know we are we have call of duty we have overwatch world of warcraft all this stuff you know yeah it would put them in a big position which is why it does seem like Microsoft kinda is sort of uh, trying to see what options they have. I, from what I have seen, they have like done uh, like deals mm -hmm. going on with uh, in terms of like allowing their stuff on other streaming services, mainly uh, Nvidia GeForce Now, I believe is what it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, where you can stream games through like their Nvidia GeForce app or whatever. Mm -hmm. So. They, it does seem like, you know, Microsoft is kind of getting on that sort of train of, like, doing the same thing, like, with the Call of Duty things. Like, hey, listen, no, uh, Call of Duty, it's not going to be exclusive to the Xbox. Don't worry about it. Heck, we're even doing a 10-year deal with Nintendo, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And it does seem like there's going to be maybe a similar thing with, like, other cloud streaming services. But, yeah, it's a very much... I guess the whole thing about it is sort of like we don't know where cloud gaming is going to be in the next 10 years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hence what I'm saying. Like, we don't. What I'm saying, like, they seem like to be having, they're having a stepping stone to what, what people would want in cloud gaming. Like, they have this, the, the ideas in mind, but we're, we're not sure if we're, one, ready for it, and two, like, you know, are we even there enough for it? Yeah, you know, um, because it, it's just sort of like, there's so many factors that need cloud gaming to succeed to the point where it can like, mm -hmm. I guess, supplant regular console gaming. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of that stuff is very much super dependent on like, where you live. Because I feel like. Like, like we said earlier, like Japan would probably be a cool spot for cloud gaming because it does have a lot of those like consistent, fast internet speeds. But even then, I don't feel like I hear anything about like uh, 
say when Google Stadia came out, I don't remember hearing anything about like, oh yeah, Japan loves Google Stadia or whatever. Mm. But yeah, like that's just something of note that I feel like it, it feels uh like I understand what these uh, what the UK regulators are trying to do. Like it feels like they're trying to preemptively stop a monopoly if it happens mm-hmm. through it, and which makes sense, you know, that's their job and stuff. But at the same time. It's a very, like, well, you don't know if cloud gaming is actually going to be successful. I mean, heck, again, Google Stadia was the first, like, I feel like the first true big, like, hey, we're getting into gaming. We're doing cloud streaming services. You know, that's our Google Stadia. That's, it's cloud gaming, all right? It's the big centerpiece, right? Like, I think at the time, some people were like, this is going to be, you know, this is the start. Cloud gaming is is here, mm-hmm. you know, and it's here to stay and stuff. And a couple of years later, Google Stadia shuts down. Which, I mean, it, it kind of reminds me, this whole, yeah. like, cloud gaming thing actually kind of reminds me more of, like, because sometimes I feel like the console makers yeah. uh, sometimes like to jump on trends because they see it being, like, a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest example was when the Wii came out and it sold like gangbusters because and you know Microsoft and PlayStation looked at it and it was like you know why the you know it's the motion controls yeah the Wii sold because of motion controls so let's innovate and get motion control gaming in our consoles so PlayStation had the PlayStation Move stuff which was basically their <clears> version <throat> of the Wii of the Wii sticks yeah the Wii nunchucks and all that stuff and Really, not much came out of that. No, unless you're doing like dance dance, whatever. Uh, just dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're about to say dance dance. Yeah, I was like, wait, that's that's the <laughs> wrong game. <laughs> they still make those apparently. I mean, yeah, they're very popular, yeah. especially in arcades and stuff. But yeah, and then obviously Xbox did the connecting, which is like, which was definitely innovative because it was like there is no controller; it's just a camera that tracks your movements, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. But then, obviously, people were just like, I don't like the idea of a camera watching me all the time. This mm. is this is scary. And also, it doesn't work well all the time. Although, nowadays, the Kinect is used in, like, other situations. Like, right. Yeah, I know. It, 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 it actually worked out somehow. Yeah, it's used for, like, other things, but it doesn't... Like, its primary purpose of gaming was, like, eh, it kind of works. But when you put it in, like, settings of, like, oh, let's use it for, like, research and, like, uh, doctor's stuff and whatever. It's like, oh, wow, it actually works. Oh, that's crazy. Mm. Uh... And obviously, uh, you know, when the Xbox One came out, they obviously had the Kinect, you know, version 2.0 or whatever. And it was supposed to, you know, it's, it's like, definitely better. But at the same time, like... Why would I want it? Yeah, why would... There's rarely any games I would want to play for it. And that's the thing, too. Like, once Xbox and PlayStation realized, oh, these things don't sell much at all. And we Mm -hmm. can't... Making games for it is kind of hard to begin with. So let's just kind of slowly, you know... Like, sweep them under the rug, you know? Yeah. Now, granted, PlayStation itself, I think, is still trying to do that stuff. I mean, we have PlayStation VR. I think, what, VR 2 launched, like, what, a month ago? Yeah. And it does look impressive, but so far, it doesn't have a whole lot of games to, you know, to play on it. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of cool things to go with it. I mean, like, you play Resident Evil uh, 8 with it, right? Or am I thinking of the other one? No, I think you can. Yeah. I think both can be played in VR, mm-hmm. yeah. 7 and 8, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, Xbox has been just been focusing on the cloud stuff. 
Yeah, they've been focusing on cloud stuff because I mean, technically, uh, I think back in the day they announced like the Hololens thing. Yeah, which is kind of like VR, but I think it's more a uh, augmented reality instead of virtual reality. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, you you really see that stuff more on their Microsoft end, not not particularly in their gaming aspect. Just more like mm-hmm. a hey, a general like hey, AR uh, goggles kind of thing, not necessarily for gaming, you know. But yeah, it's uh. But yeah, point is, is that it feels like, like we don't know what the direction of cloud gaming is going to be in the next five, ten years. Mm-hmm. And so far, like, it's done all right, but it still has a lot of kinks and a lot of problems. Yeah. And I think that's where it come, kind of comes down to is, like, I think the what Xbox wants to do is something that we can all agree is not a bad idea. But we, we're not in a very, like, good spot for it to, you know, be sure. Um, when it comes to cloud gaming, right? Yeah. Specifically when it comes to cloud gaming. Mm-hmm. I think we're not in, like, a, we're not sure how that's going to work out because cloud gaming is still, like, up in the air for certain people. Now, whether or not this deal should go through, that's a different question entirely. Yeah, that, that's, you yeah, know, regardless of the cloud gaming stuff, like, the question of whether the merger should go through, you know, yeah, I agree. That's a bit of a up in the air. Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of like, um, you know, your own opinion kind of thing, right? If you think, hey, that's cool that Microsoft is getting all this stuff, they'll be a bigger competitor against Sony and how popular the PlayStation brand is, then great. And, and obviously there's people that's like, Microsoft is buying all these fucking publishers you know, what the hell are we going to do? You're going to make everything exclusive on their platforms. You know, that sort of thing. You know, there's two sides of the, the argument. You know, both are equally valid. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, yeah, it's it's one of those things where like, it's a wait and see. And I've, I feel like we said that a bunch of times when it came to this kind of topic. Yeah. It's a wait and see. I mean, like, there's a reason we had, like, what, three episodes of this already now? Two, maybe three? Yeah. Because, like, like it's such an interesting thing to go talk about and it's such a... A lot, lot of hurdles for Xbox just to get this, like, these uh, these companies. And I know, I know for a lot of people also just like, man, I, I'd rather these companies be in better management. And I think Xbox might be, the, you know, the only people that can do it. <laughs> well, I mean, in the case of Activision Blizzard, yeah, more than more than anything. Um, but yes, um, that is sort of the big, mm-hmm. you know, topic coming out of that and it does seem like because i think i said it before i think at the beginning episode like you know what was seen as maybe the big road bump was the call of duty like exclusivity stuff but now it's cloud gaming uh more more so than the call of duty stuff um but from what i've seen from most people like at least like again who follow this way more and mm-hmm. are like actual insiders and stuff it does seem more like this is more like a it's a bump in the road but it won't kill the deal kind of thing yeah it's it's one of those things where like listen it, i guess like you know the obvious comparison would be the, the one disney tried to buy uh fox it was like um hey we don't know we don't know about this like look we're just gonna get this these things they don't cost as much they can keep all those other powerful side you know the news and all that stuff We'll, we'll keep this part. We're just gonna keep in this part. Well, yeah, the whole Disney uh, Fox thing was more of like, uh, 
yeah, Disney will take uh, 20th Century Fox, you know, like the, the movies, TV shows, like all the entertainment stuff, mm-hmm. like Fox, other stuff, like the, you know, the Fox News, Fox Sports, like all that other stuff, you know, will be within Fox, you know, like that was sort of the idea, and they're just like, all right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not getting everything. <laughs> yeah, because that was the thing, like Fox was selling off mainly more to entertainment um, stuff, because I think they themselves saw that there was no competing in that sort of spec in that space because mm. i think they uh i think the argument was like they could see that like eventually there would come a time where like there'd be like big streaming stuff going mm. down and fox kind of knew like hey we can't really compete with that let's just sell you know yeah sell, sell the stuff to somebody who would use it better and there you go uh but yeah i feel like microsoft will find a way around this um i'm personally fine with so long as we still get like certain like games around in time, you know, more quality games, which Xbox has kind of been like 50-50 on, you know, however you feel about Infinite. I, I mean, I like the game. I just feel like there's not enough stuff to do in there right now. Uh, but then you get like High, High Five Rush, which was a fantastic game that was shadow dropped out of nowhere. And, you know, that how great that game was. And I love that game. So, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe like under the right management. With Xbox, we might get more stuff like a High Five Rush and less like a Halo Infinite with certain Blizzard and Activision games. I mean, who knows? Yeah, yeah it's again wait and see kind of situation. Um, but yeah, I think this is a good place to end it because I, I mean, there's only so much we can talk about from what how much knowledge we know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, guys, if you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to follow us on Instagram, at Facebook, and uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Vicky Centurions. And be sure to uh, follow us on Instagram, where we're most active on. And you'll find a link to all the podcasts that we're officially part of, like our podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Pandora, all the like. We also have a we also have a YouTube for all you audio listeners out there who want to put a face to the voice. Be sure to li- uh, like, comment, subscribe. We have a Patreon that's really just there to support us anyway. It, it, we, it's just there. Um, also, just to continue with the announcement, we are going to be part of Compaloozas. Uh, podcast partnership program uh we will be there uh the memorial day weekend so if you guys like you guys are fans of us you're you like want to at least check us out we'll be there uh we will be announcing some stuff as we go along uh specifically on on uh, instagram about what we will be doing and what you know to look out for we're also doing something like uh remembering the our days at compalooza as every week as we you know we get closer to our eventual, you know, live show. Mm. But yeah, guys, it's been me, your boy, Eli. Good job. You guys have a good one. Peace.